This edition of Your Hollywood Hustler was recorded on September the 10th, 2020. You can follow Tony and Kenny at Tony and Kenny on Twitter. You can also follow Kenny with the Ryan Matter Band on Spotify. And follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Bon appetit, everybody.
perfect unconditioned? Can you live with the terms that your dons have set forth? Yes, Godfather. Tashan's gun leader from Detroit. Are you cool with all of this? I am. And you, Don Stoney from the Bronx. Can you accept your Godfather's terms? All right, then. We back in effect. Next stop is Balboa Savings and Loan. Uh, 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 you know, uh, 
this town needs an enema. Which, I don't know how which, else to say it. Now, which town? Because you are in New York City. I'm, I'm, I'm in Ilian, New, the village of Ilian, New York. The, the central New York. The village I'm of speak. Ilian. So, so, yeah. so, so, let me get this straight. You be Ilian. I get it now. Well, you be Ilian. You know what? You be Ilian. I, I be Ilian, you like that. I be Ilian. So you, and, and, and I that also you. means you be ill. So you be, you be, oh, yeah. no, so you be ill. So keep talking about enemas in town, sir, and thirst. I, I moved out here to put the ill in Ilian because <laughs> <laughs> it was lacking. No, I, you know, I meant Hollywood when I said that because we got on the topic of basically pay to play, be it. Us having a podcast and we want to market that and other people are trying to take advantage of our thirst mm-hmm. and charge us money or you're an up and coming band and you really want to make the next move right. and you want to step up and you want to play the whiskey or you want right. to play the Viper Room or you want to play one of these bigger venues. We used to have this thing called the House of Blues, for example, it, like it's dying off, in fact, I think, because of the business model that they've chosen to uh, take. And it's just a damn sad situation because they're trying to make money off of the people coming in the door to see the bands and the bands coming in the back door to play those shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's greedy and it's fuckery and I don't like it. And that's why I say this town needs an enema because they're killing their own fucking scene by trying to charge the very artists that are keeping the scene alive. Absolutely. Period. End of the end of the damn sentence. You know, like they they want you to pay to boost your numbers and your marketing and your reach. And you, I'm very much the Metallica approach. You just keep beating your head against the wall and doing your thing until everybody notices. And now you're too fucking big for them to ignore you. That's the way to do it. And that's also it, and that's also Steve Martin's uh, point of view. It's like you know, be t- so good where you where they can't ignore you. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And before I connected with you today, I was getting you know I was. I, I was allowing, and and you know the best part about uh, about having the control is n- knowing when it, what you want what you want to <laughs> allow in and what goes out, and mm-hmm. and and I do my daily homework, you know, you know pre you know, pre 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 corona, post so on. So you know I'm online and and I'm. I'm reeling the dailies, you know, as far as the industry and whatnot, as in certain people getting work, which will lead to one of our one of our cool dead people that I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, it was just like there. I don't want to sound bitter, but like I said before, the show was like, no, no, no. I'm allowed. I mean, I, I'm t- I'm too strong of a cat. I've been through too much, to where. Of course, it's it, it hasn't been all sweet and sugar. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot of bullshit, and 
what better time today than to call something out with Kenny Smooth? But, you know, just, just, there are those casting directors and producers that do not know who I am. I've been out here for 15 years, and those that do. And the first thing that I will say, and, and you know, here it is in my face, I smack it in. They're going to look for the evidence, and I don't have a lot of, I don't, I mean, I don't have a lot of real material, R-E-E-L material, without a doubt, I don't. The the stuff that I've been on, approaching people, you know, you know, to get a copy of your work, I mean, you know, in a short amount of, you know, in a pretty short amount of time, and, and I mean a couple weeks. I mean three weeks. I mean you know they have a schedule. I mean and I really you know you know every actor that could ask for like some copy, I I can get that. But you know there was a time where it was like okay you know you could ask somebody you know to, you know to send you a copy. I mean just an email clip of your work, and then you can take care of the rest. But you know you have to wait for it to come on television or on streaming or or on a movie and such and and time can be funny you could forget this could happen you could definitely get put on the floor eh, 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 which happens a lot so it's all that stuff and in you know and I have a resume I have experience on a floor I know how to behave I you know I I'm good with copy I you know there's no reason why I couldn't be getting more f- under five auditions or roles, you know, I mean, I mean, I give all kinds of looks and, and if it's just a straight under five with the, with the role, I mean, with the words, okay, I can do that too. I don't have to give you a damn thing. I get that too, but you know, it, you know, it's, it's a system and, and a part of that system and I, I make no bones about it is, is the pay for play and, and, and that chilled out a few years ago because lawsuits were going out and and he was getting put on the city, you know, about this. But, you know, coming here, I mean, people have a right to make a living. I don't have a problem with that. But when you have these classes that are charging three, four hundred dollars, five hundred, I'm being, you know, I mean, prices vary, but... You know, if you're paying, yeah. but you know, if you're paying more than two hundred fifty dollars for, you know, for a class for four weeks, six weeks, five weeks, I mean, you know, you know, they'll, you know, in some, you know, these outfits, you know, you know, they'll, they'll demand a deposit, they'll hold your money, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, all that's, I mean, you know, there are different things, that, and again, they're protecting your business. I get all that, but when you make a decision to even do a podcast, or oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating my life to being an actor or an artist or what have you. And you move to New York or you move here to LA, and the game is paying to play. I mean, and and you never, you would never think they would have to be that way, but there it is. You would think that they would value and appreciate your talents and services more than they do, but unfortunately, oh. there's so many others coming in behind us. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. For every 
one guy that's got chops that makes it in the music industry. There's 10,000 guys behind him that are just as good. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Positively. I mean, so I, I, you know, lead this in and I mean, and I I was doing different things, you know, you know, throughout the day. I mean, listening to different music, you know, you know, looking at different, I was, I found myself looking at these images of Sammy Davis Jr. And I mean, like, I mean, like isolated on him. I mean, you know, not so much in performing, performing, but just all kinds of photos from the fifties and sixties and seventies, mostly. I mean, those are the ones I really wanted to look at. I wanted to look at the youth. I wanted to look at some tight shots, uh, different looks, and, and you know, then just doing the reading. And there was, and there's some others, but just. Sammy does not get enough due. He really does not. I mean, Sammy went through a lot of shit in his life, and he continued to preach and believe, and most importantly, do. Do it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. But the shit that this man went through in his lifetime... Uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the t- and, and, you know and the, you know, he and this is these are facts with me I mean like this is gonna move on no matter what and as far as the talented people that are involved and you know and, and you know this is a cold business I mean and this business does not spare feelings and I, and I get that I've known that for a while I've known that for a long time now but nonetheless, and we see it in, in a portion of, of our country, it's just like, what, why? I mean, why should I offer anything to the world with my talent? But Sammy did that. He, you know, he, he still did it no matter what. I mean, just, and, and the best part was, he, that, that, that small man was a fighter, man. He was a warrior. Like, I mean, like, he didn't back down from any, you know, he, he didn't back down. I mean, even even the bullshit with you know with his relationship with President Nixon. I mean, it, there's clips of it. There's there's a clip of it where he was in Chicago. I believe it was for uh, for for uh, for Operation Push, and you know, and and there was around that time, and you had and you had you had brothers and sisters, you know, booing and jeering and jeering him, and he totally spoke up for himself and and you know let me know who he was what he stood for and and you know don't, and, and don't boo me just for that i mean oh i mean balls oh god love this man love this man Ugh. i mean well so the rest of the rat pack i mean even in a time when that wasn't exactly socially acceptable to be hanging out with a black guy unless he was your driver. Mm-hmm. Sammy was one of the boys. Yeah. And I always loved that about both the Rat Pack and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Because there was an understanding at a time when there was no understanding mm-hmm. that, look, we're the same. You my boy. Regardless of all that. And it was really, it was very formative, I think, in a change sort of capacity for us as as a society to realize, hey, yeah, 
this is gonna sound this is this itself is gonna sound racist, but right. hey, maybe black people aren't so bad after all. <laughs> you know. And look at well, look, he he, by all means, he's a frontliner in that, and he's a frontliner in that because. Those are the facts. I mean, that's, I mean, well, look, I mean, look, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, because we're still talking about it. We still have to do this. I mean, I mean, and and that's a small sample. I mean, but again, you look at the history books in 100, 200 years from now, for this time, I mean, Chadwick Boseman is, you know, an important part of what's, of what we're trying to go forward with. Sammy, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, interracial marriage, interracial dating, um, you know, and I mentioned the, you know, the friendship with Nixon. I mean, you know, and a lot of that, you know, and a big piece of that was because, you know, JFK, uh, you know, you know what, mm-hmm. you know, because because of the JFK situation. I mean, like, you know, after all, he, you know, he he felt like JFK fucked him over. <laughs> Well, I mean, the facts are the facts. I mean, like after all, Sammy did to canvas for him when it when it was t- when it was time for this, it wasn't happening. And 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 then of course, you know, on the, on, what, what what at that time? I mean, you know, what are Dean and Frank gonna do? Well, ultimately, Dean and Frank are gonna do what's best for the show and their bottom line as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you, I mean, if, if you get a chance, I mean, you like just, you know, Google photos, photo images of Sammy and uh, the Morrison Hotel photography, mm. they have this print of Sammy and Mae Britt in Embrace. I mean, like it's a rarely seen photo you know, and now it's from 1960 when they got married, and I mean, it's a beautiful photo. I mean, and I mean, and, and you look at each of their faces, and you know, they're holding each other, and it's. I mean, it's not a tight hold. I mean, it's very gentle, but. There's so much. There's so much of that hold you can just see. I mean, like holding on for you know for life. I mean, in a. I mean, I mean, it, but, and like, and, it, and it's and it's not a great. I mean, it's not a you know. It's not a tight hold. I mean, but it's that love is there. It's totally there. Oh, and, I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, I just think of the sh- of, of the work he did. The sh- the live shows he did. I mean, and then after, just I mean, then just after those shows with Dean and Frank. I mean, you know, him on the road. I mean, those shows down south, like, I mean, just and and, and even in Vegas. I mean, and in, in, in those moments where, you know, he, you know, he he's got to remind some white guy or some white woman who he is to. You know, to to get a to get a meal at a restaurant or or a hotel room. I mean, definitely the the hotel pool bullshit. I mean, which still goes on today. <laughs> Love Sammy. Then it, yeah, that that's 
the shit that kind of bothers me. Like, okay, this really kind of came to a head in the late 70s, or sorry, late 60s, early 70s. And since then, have we not gotten over it? Since then, since it came to a head, like, it came to a head so long ago, it has come back around generationally like they said it would. Like, that's how fucking long ago it was. Have we not gotten over this shit? And sadly, dog, sadly, the answer is no. No, no, no. And it, and, oh my god, as a positive poll, as one of those motivational fucking cat poster kind of guys, I, even I'm getting tired, man. Like, I gotta be frank, dude, even I'm getting a little bit tired of it. Like, I see, man, I see humanity at its absolute worst because I see what it donates to the Salvation Army every day. Okay? Right, 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 I want to believe the best in humanity, Woo! and they keep fucking proving me wrong. I love them, but they keep proving me wrong. Like, I, you know, this is 2020. 
I, I, that, that, that is, that's been happening to me for the last, right. for the last right. nine, ten, nine, ten years. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's solid nine, ten years and, and even times before that, but, but you know, there are things and see, there, you know, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a, you know, you know, in, in my, in my view, you're judged right away because you're male. You're, 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 you're strong, yes. masculine, yes. male, and, oh, and, and, and your balls must be knocked down uh, to let, to let them, to let you know that you don't have balls anymore. Well, yeah, so <laughs> I hate to break your heart, but I'm not going to promo our podcast to the ladies at work because I'm about to talk some shit. <laughs> well, 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 the, well. The best part is, if you really want me to, you know, give it, a, give it a snip. I can give it a snip. Oh, fuck the snip. Let him hear what I have to say. Yeah. Honestly, I mean that sincerely. I'll still promo and tell him how it is. Because here's how it feels. Tell it. And, and it was put, like I said, it was put into perspective for me by my lady friend. Mm-hmm. God bless her. Mm-hmm. I was kind of bitching and moaning because, okay. In a nutshell, I got written up by the ladies at work Uh-oh. for not doing the, the work of two men. For not, doing the work, so, for, is, not, for not doing the work of two men? This is correct. We have two slots okay. on the schedule uh-huh. for production associate. Uh-huh. I have filled one of those slots. We still haven't hired a second guy. Okay. Which means it's a two-guy job. Right, right. If you have two slots on the schedule... It's a two-guy job. Mm-hmm. They want me to do both jobs mm-hmm. since we don't have the other guy. It's just, look, I'm doing a job and a half. I promise you I'm busting my oh, ass. Oh, I, I know you and are. I, I know you are. And yeah. when I bust my ass for you and you write me up for not busting enough mm-hmm. or something, right. like, like uh-huh. I got, I, uh-huh. did, I got pissed at work. Right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and so I'm telling my lady friend this, and I'm like, look, this is the first job I've ever had in 43 years where I feel like I'm being picked on and discriminated against mm-hmm. because of my sex. Oh, and she literally said, she literally said to me, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. And it hit me so fucking hard. She's like, try being a trucker with a pussy. Try oh, being a oh my goodness, you great. In the oh, trucking wow. industry. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, try, yeah. Be, try being a black man. In any industry, let alone a black woman. Thank you, and, and really, double thank you on that. And absolutely, absolutely. Right. But but but, see, but, really but, but, but put shit in perspective. But see, but see, like in the last couple of months, you know, these virtual panels are going on, and you know, online and whatnot. You know, w- w- with these publications, and you know what? And I I I put it on Twitter. I make it cl- to to variety. It's like. I look at the faces, and I don't. I, I see very few faces that look like me. Straight, masculine, black men, point blank. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I, I've seen gay black men on these on these panels. I've seen black women on these panels. I've right. seen lots of white women on these panels. And, I mean, I don't see any straight, masculine, black men that look like me. You know, I, I, I mean, small percentage, and you know that's. I mean, and and and, and I say that because they're, they're talking, talking, talking about the including, but I don't see the inclusion. 
I mean, we've been around and we've been around in the games. It's like, you know, what will be, what will we're be, used what, to being, that's what it is. We're used to being thirsty. That's all. Well, yeah, we'll sure. just go another few days in the desert without water. Fine. Fuck you. As I drink some cold water now. <sighs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's, that's what I like about our show or the Howard Stern show or, or what I liked back in the day about, say, uh, Living Color or even yes, before yes, that. Cause yes, yes, yes. In Living Color, you had Jim Carrey was your token white boy. Yeah. And before that, it was Saturday Night Live and the script was flipped and it was like Eddie Murphy was your token black guy. Right, right, right. 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 Um, but even, even with it being a minority, it was still inclusive, you know? I loved, oh man, I grew up on In Living Color. I loved well, the well, fact well, that I mean, it was I mean, predominantly black. No, no, I mean, In Living Color, I mean, you know, that, I mean, you know, that hit it. I mean, you had yeah, Jim, I mean, Kelly Caulfield, I mean, she, you know, she, you know, she, yep. you know, she was... You know, she was the white woman talent. I mean, she was really good. Like, I mean, and she was okay, fucking great awesome. Great look. Kevin I mean, Caulfield so, was awesome. I mean, what well, happened I mean, to her? Well, look, I mean, with comedians, you know, it, it is a badge of honor. I consider, like, please say I have a rubber face. I'm not afraid of that. Like, I mean, she, I mean, right. I mean just the expressions and the looks. I mean, just, I mean, yep. you got to nail that stuff. And, and you know, you got to be open to do that and to show that stuff. I mean, and. And, 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 but not let think. Okay, am I am I getting you know exposed or exploited or this or that? I mean, you, you know, you got to juggle that out of the head and, and just and serve serve what, you know what was written on the script and serve the audience and, and and let it rip. I mean, I mean because what you're doing, you know, if you're true, there you go. you're true. It's real. You're gonna get you're gonna get the laughter. You're gonna get the emotion. There it is. And, you know, in Saturday Night Live, and before Eddie, you had Garrett Morris. And see, yep. I took, like with Garrett, there's, you know, there are certain scenes that I saw, at least early on, like, I, I definitely remember a scene where the, him and Jane Curtin were an interracial couple, but, like, those were, like, the few times. I mean, like, with him and, and with Eddie, you were able to blend it in more and, and, and because there was a point where, okay, Maybe it's acceptable more, and it was with Eddie, and, and with Eddie, you're putting him in over half the sketches, so you can't, I mean, even though it's funny, you had to have him, you know, mix it in and, and play, you know, couple, male couple here, male couple there, you, you had to do that. I mean, and, I mean, there, there shouldn't be a problem with that, but, like I said, that, it, it just been held down, held down, and you, you have certain people that just... That are blockheaded in 2020. They just, you know, can't see it. And you know, you're talking about Howard. Uh, I mean, I, it, when you, you know, anybody gets a chance. I mean, the Jane Fonda interview was great. Like, and you know, you're gonna have you're still you're gonna have your hardcore military males. They're gonna you know still talk shit about it to this day, but. No, 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 not, not in my house. <laughs> I mean, like, well, yeah, that, that's the thing. That's, that's what's been interesting about it for me personally. Now I've had a minute, I've had a good 24 hours to process my, and for those listening, I'm using air quotes. I'm using air quotes when I say the following word. I, 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 I see the air quotes. Discrimination. Right? He said it. Discrimination right. in air quotes. <laughs> Kenny Smooth In said air it. quotes. 
I feel it's the only way that a hetero white male such as myself is allowed to discuss being discriminated, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's, that's real, man. That's true. It's, that's it's, true it's, and, and it's the truth because, and see, and, I, and see how Jane Fonda would be the live per portion of the broadcast. I, We're talking about the people because, like, I recognize Jane Fonda. I recognize out the gate. I love out just how long Jane Fonda, Jane advantage. Fonda, Jane Fonda, and and see, yes. Jane, and Jane Fonda is telling, especially with I'll say it again, three photos, three images, and I hope it just stays at that, please. Three images of this year that tell everything about this country and the progress are the the first one to me. I mean, it's got to be George Floyd is number one, but I stick it right in that middle. It was the first one when it was that white guy, that that white guy in Arizona that that was taller than that nurse, you know, with a mask on, and and he's in this bully mode. That told that tells yep. everything, and and yep. and it just and white males tried to shut this woman up. White males tried to twist you know, the whole agenda, the story, the narrative. Yep. I mean, yep. I mean, all I mean, just the works. And and she's still standing, and she's fucking bad. And I fucking love that woman. Oh god, like I mean, oh like there are a few. That I kissed the ring for, yeah. damn it! And she, I, oh, and like, and I, I look, I've met her, you know, her comedic foil, Lily Tomlin, who I've already, and I've kissed her hand, baby. And let me tell you, real, oh, spectacular. I love her, and I made her a nice drink. I, oh God, love, 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 Lily love, Tomlin love, is love one Lily of my Tomlin. all-time crushes. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, I mean that was. Oh God, we love her. I love her. Love, and like I, I. It was, we, we had the coolest moment together. I just, I'll always remember that. Like, just a real lady. She just came right up, and I melted. I, I mean, I melted hard. It was like, oh god. I mean, like, I saw her. Like, the first thing I thought of was just me as a little kid, and her, and and her, and her in that rocking chair. Her in the rocking chair. Gallo. Yeah, okay, you're clear there. You're good. Uh, it just in her as little Anne in the rocking chair. I mean, just it was like whatever you want, whatever. Like, oh god, I was. So, it was like I was like I'm sorry. I was like I'm so happy to see you. And like she held my two hands. It was that was the power. That was it. It was just like she came up and both of her yeah. hands holding mine. And mm. and you know and see and you know and the you know the, the eyeballs to eyeballs. And, and you know, and I have my different looks, and I know I I will on occasion will have the look where I look like Richard Pryor, and so for all, for all, <laughs> you do have that look sometimes. Thank yep. you. Look, I know my looks. I know my looks very well. And Flip Wilson, hello, people, casting directors, I, the ones that I love and you love me. I'm professional, but you know those two people, for example. Um. You know, and Richard Pryor being so polarizing. You know, there there are bad times with Richard, but I'm sure Lily had some good times with him. And and, like, and I and I knew her history, and it just these are one of those people. Oh God, I'm gonna meet her. You know, so you know, you know, you know, you know, you know back to push with Jane, <laughs> Miss Fonda. <laughs> I mean, like her, and, and like I mean. I'll say it, just fucking badass. She just really is like, 
I, 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 that's what I'm trying to tap into now is my badass because for the first time in my life, I feel discriminated against. All right. Now, I'm going to say that again for the audience listening in the back. I am a hetero white male for the first time in 43 years. I feel discriminated against, and I'm I'm trying not to be butthurt. <laughs> this is so honest. I'm trying not to be funny. I'm trying not to be right. Yes! Pushing yes! Me. Now you got yes. me! Now you got me! Yes! <laughs> I, I am, I am pushing up. I feel you. I feel you. That was, that, see, I, and it's not, you know, and it's not, you're, it's, you know... man. I mean, you're a fairly good person. You know? <laughs> thank you. Thank you really you. are. I mean, you know, your mama raised you well. I mean, really, though, and, and, I'm, and I'm tough. I'm, tough with, I'm very tough on white women, too, so it's like, you know, she, she could have been the white woman. I was like, oh, oh, you raised a fucking asshole son, you fucking bitch. I mean, so, no, it's 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 the oppo as it, it's the right oppo as it should be. Hello. But, it's, it's tough. It's tough for me, and I've been dealing with it for maybe maybe a month, month and a half, okay, like tops, where I have felt like I'm being picked on at work, where I felt like I've been singled out at work for whatever reason, where I feel like I'm being discriminated for either my sex or my race or both or either or neither. Mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling that way. For a month and a half of my life, of my 43 years. Oh, nanny, we have some more. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to my lady friend for kind of putting it in perspective for me. And this is like, so. She's like, try being a short woman. A short woman in the trucking industry sure being a black male in any fucking industry truck and i'm like wow thank you and i i was like let's stop the conversation let me just shut up and thank you because it puts so much shit in perspective for me so fucking quick dude oh is it uh, true what they say about the way you people are gifted Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'm so used. That's the thing. There's white. There's white entitlement right there. I'm so used to having the advantage and not being discriminated against and not being uh, picked on at work that when it finally fucking happens. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to process it. I I'm confused by it. And it's your regular. It's your every fucking day. Yeah, no, it's not, oh, God, I mean, and it's, and the microaggressions are, are real as fuck. I mean, and it's all kinds of different ones. I mean, I mean, I mean, I can remember temp jobs that I had. I mean, just like when I was in my young 20s or, or my, or my, right. or my right. late teens and, and you know the, the, the bullshit that would get said. I mean, just and it, and it's and it was just like 
Oh, you, oh, you got a bigger dick because you're what? You're a white male. I mean, it was it, just stupid shit. Like stupid shit. It's stupid, stupid shit. shit. Yeah. I mean, stupid. Yeah. Stupid shit. They didn't have nothing to do with work. <laughs> I mean, just like. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, like why? Why? Like you know, you 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 ask you ask me a certain thing, I give you an answer, and you're gonna say, well, oh, well, that sucks. Well, yeah, just fuck. I don't care. I mean, really, yeah. I don't care. I mean, I mean, in that vein, I I mean, I don't. I know the specifics of this one in particular, but it's not even it's not even worth it because like all of a sudden I thought of it, you know, and all this, but it's all kinds of that shit and. <laughs> Look, and, and you know, but but it's happening today, and and, and I'm just keeping it real. It's like I know when I see, it, and this is a shout out, shout out to my, to my friend, and oh, if she is not a, uh, if she's not a destroyer uh, and a disturber, I don't know who or what is Michelle Amore. <laughs> how you doing? Um, all What's I up, Michelle. I'll, yeah, I know. All I know is when I see. Uh, and she's a real Hollywood hustler. But, uh, might I? Uh, God bless her. You know she is. I mean, from Chicago hometown. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 this is almost a piggyback on on one of her Facebook posts. Nobody has benefited more from from affirmative action than white females. And it's just a fact. It, that is a fact. I mean, on on the flip, you know, even you know, even with your lady in her industry, I mean, affirmative action was, was supposed to help more people of color. I right. know, I know, in HR offices, how many of those HR offices? How many run those that would be a male, a straight male, a straight black male? Because we know that we know that those straight males have went down, 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 running an HR office, and that is a fact. So mm -hmm. it's like. Again, you know the stuff. The stuff that I watch, you know, on these panels, you know, you're you're preaching that you're saying this, and I'm looking at these jobs that are posted, you know, and some of these, you know, okay, I I have the skills for, and I apply for it again, two hundred, five hundred, who knows? But I would love I would love to know those numbers of. Of, of what the numbers look like of the candidates, and I mean, if you're you know, right. really trying, I mean, just, I mean, I, I don't have over 25 years as business, you know, f you know, for you know nothing and for looking pretty, which I don't think I do, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm character by all means. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell yourself short if I were you. You're a good-looking boy. I'm, that's I, for sure. You, I can, <laughs> I can have a moment. I believe me, I can have a moment. But see. It, and see, you and I, you and I are the same on the scale, in my opinion. We're both a good, strong seven. We're well above. Seven's very good. I love seven. Seven's a lucky number right. in my life. Absolutely. So oh, seven's great. Okay. Seven. Okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. okay. Uh, I'll give you that. No, because um, look, Kathy Griffin, her late brother, who's a dear friend of mine, Gary Griffin, he told me this over 20 years ago. And this is even. I mean, this is around the time where I was getting back in the business, thereabouts. But you know, he he needed to hammer it in my head. It was like Tony, uh, I just want you to know, you are a good-looking guy, and women are intimidated by that. So, just so you know, I mean, like, like, I mean, and, you know, I didn't ask for that. I mean, like, that was I, I wasn't soliciting that. He just said that to yeah. me one day, and. That was it. 
That was it. I was like, I'll, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll stroke my own ego for a minute. I've been told the same thing. And, and you are, I'd rather, you have your, you have I'd your rather have that yes. than the other. Oh, you know? totally. Absolutely. Well, these are the facts. I mean, and, you know, in this. Like, okay. Honest, honest question. Uh, have you ever, because I've done this. I, nope. I will own this shit. I have mm-hmm. done this. All right. Have you ever woken up, mm-hmm. you've got, you, you wake up, you scratch your eyes, mm-hmm. you walk to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you take your piss in the morning, mm-hmm. you look in the mirror before you brush your teeth mm-hmm. or you shave or whatever, mm-hmm. and you look in the mirror and you say to yourself, yeah, this face could be so much fucking worse. Like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Hey, look. I mean, look. <laughs> Hey, 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 no, look, I mean, what, over, what, over your, you know, <laughs> you know like, I'll take, I'll take this face over the other faces I saw I've got that photo, I've got, I, I've got that photo, you know, from over a year and a half ago with those, with those eight to, with those eight to ten, you know, try to, you know, you know, you know, they tried to rearrange my face and, and open my, and, you know, and, you know right. open my brains, I mean, like, oh, man, I mean, yeah, that, that was, hey, it was. <laughs> right, like, that was it. Not, that was like, it. You're not. You're not Denzel Washington. I, I, not asking to be. Ch- never. Never right. ask. Never. Never. Right. But you know, I mean, I'll, like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not David Beckham, but I'm not Gerard Depardieu either. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, like Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, guess so much worse. and I love this. And, and guess what? Straight black man knows who Gerard Depardieu is, and he knows who Francois Truffaut is. So fuck you. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> thank you. See, but, That's but what I'm talking about. thank you. You know, but you know, but he, oof. but again, right? Like you're not, you're not Denzel Washington, but you're not Forrest Whitaker either. You know, so no. like it could be worse. What's, I love Forrest. No, 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 Forrest has a, no, Forrest has a nice, strong look, he always has, I mean, I mean, I mean, the one thing, you know, he, I mean, he, he had that baby fat, he had that baby fat around, you know, around, you know, around his, like, just, just, like, around from, from the cheek to the, Cheek to the neck, you know, for, you know, for, like he kept that for a while, and and, and but that wasn't right. that wasn't the bad baby fat though, just like but you know, black don't crack. I mean, like he kept that for a while, but you know, he's you know he's lean and he's thin, and you know, you know, he's you know he's done different things. I mean, he's you know, he's big, he's Hollywood, he's right. It's he's not Terry Crews either. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not Wesley Snipes either. You know, uh, like. Wesley. It, it, there's, Wesley. A, there's a scale. I hate to admit it, but Wesley. there's a scale. Wesley. There's a scale for white guys too. You know, the guy that played Mask is at one. And Eric Russell Stoltz. Lee, whoa, 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 whoa. Russell Stoltz. Is a ten. Wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. No. 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 Eric Stoltz. In, in makeup. In makeup. Sure. The way. Wait. Well, if Eric. Oh, I get. Okay. So. Eric Stoltz in, you know, as Rocky Dennis, you're going to go that route. Right, 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 okay. right. That's, that's about as, and again, I'm I'm trying to tap into my shallow I get you. right now. Yes, I'm trying to yes. type into my societal norm. So Tom Cruise I is your 10. I mean? So Tom Cruise be your 10. He'd he, he, he be, he be your white boy 10? 
He he seems to be the average white boy nine to ten. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. Top Gun right now, and let me tell you, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer in Top Gun. Yeah, that's like white boy almost. That's white boy ten. It's like they're like homoerotic hot. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yes, 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 you know? yes, yes, yes. Hey, and then there's the other side of the coin. And I would rather wake up and be a seven. I love that I'm a seven. Oh, seven is good. I'm just, yeah, I'm a couple ticks above average, but I'm not, like, so hot that I'm a dumpster fire. You know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And believe me, I can I can go full dumpster fire <laughs> if I wanted to. I mean, I mean uh, you know, and, and it don't be necessary, you know. Please, let's. We need less dumpster fires. And on that note, I mean, it, I mean, it's a distance, but I, you know, there's a layer. We've got, I've got, a, we've got a layer of uh, of some smoke around. I, I, yeah, I got to follow up where, but um, from what direction? I'm like, you know, I don't know from which direction it's coming from. I'm guessing it's coming from the north, from where I live. It at. seems like. Dude, it seems like everything from California to Colorado is on fucking fire right now. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah, and I don't just mean politically. No, no, no. Much. But see, but, oh no, I mean literally. No, I know, no, I know, I know. Fire, but, but, you know. But like, it's too clustery. That just that's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too clustery. Around this time, I mean, that just—that's all weird. I mean, like, even, and you know, if it's anything in, on a bit on a large scale like that, it, it it should be looked at, you know, you know, with some caution, and 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 it should be investigated fully. Just, you know, this stuff is so weird now. I mean, like, I mean, it's we. It's great that we have all the all the technology and. And this, I mean, I mean, you, you know, we can't beat this doing this show, but, you know, then, you, but, you know, you start, you know, reading, you know, from reliable sources now about, you know, countries just going hog wild now, you know, trying to manipulate this, this election. And, and, and it's like, how, how, I mean, like, like, I mean, you know, it's, you know, how does this happen? Why does this happen? I mean. It's crazy. We've, uh, you know, if we're, if we're going to go there, my opinion on it would be that we've gone to the point where America is a worldwide brand that other countries would like to have as ah. an ally or even have control over because we have influence on the rest of the planet. And I don't know why, because we're a fucking 200-and-something-year-old toddler of a fucking country. We're a toddler of a country in comparison to the rest of this planet. Ready to change. Ready, 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 ready to change uh, its diaper. (laughs) Yeah, we need we need our fucking diaper changed, Mm -hmm. and we need a goddamn nap so we can wake up with a clear head. That's what's wrong with this country, in my opinion. And I love my country, but I got issues with my government. I've always been that way. You know, I love my God. I've got issues with religion. 
because there's like fucking 500 different ways to worship the same thing. Everybody's got their own path to the same idea. You know, <clears throat> same thing with this country. It's like everybody's got a different fucking approach, but hopefully they're looking for the same end result. And when you've got team left and team right, and they're fighting with each other, and it's like I want to remind them, like, look, you're both wings of the same fuck the bird, yo, same team, same team. Mm-hmm. Would you please, would you please put your shit aside and think about the common good, please? Because if ever the it common is time, good right? needed your shit, it's now. Well, you know, it, you know, it is tiring, and there are st- <laughs> there there are plenty of people that you know, that are the these are the ones that are quiet right now, or not saying, uh-huh. or, 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 or no, no, these are the ones that are quiet. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I. I spoke my piece months ago with my youngest brother. I have two younger brothers with my youngest brother about voting and whatnot because he's one of those that won't do it. You know what? I put it there. It's, it, it's, I can't speak any further. You know, he wa- he watches enough television and listens to music and, and such, you know, where there, there are certain people that he pays, pays attention to. They're saying to vote. Now it's up to him. So it's just like, you know, it, you know, he lives in North Dakota. He made that choice, and he made that choice because he made bad choices. And he, you know, he could make a couple choices right now. You know, he could make a he could make a choice to move there if he wants to, or you know what, I'm gonna make it better. And one of those ways I'm gonna make it better is maybe if I vote. Who knows? I mean, just. The way I the way I see it, if if you don't vote, shut your mouth. Fucking it. If if you go out and vote, or if you send your vote in by mail, mm-hmm. if you have voted, you have a platform to stand on at least. Mm-hmm. You at least have a right to bitch. Not that you should be bitching, mm-hmm. because blaming other people for your problems is not the best way to move forward in life, in my opinion. But at least you're validated in your complaint. If you voted, if you didn't even fucking vote, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. You got no room to bitch. Yeah. Because your vote. Your vote could have been the fucking difference maker. It, they do add up. They do add up, and yeah, and, and, period. And, 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 and you know, these tact, you know, some of these are tactics, and again, tactics, coincidence, whatever. You know the, the mm. you know with, you know you, with the uh, with the post office truck with with the discarded mail in Glendale. You know. There's nothing you can do once you cast your vote by mail or even by showing up at your polling place. The the, the bullshit that's going to happen is going to happen, but you rest easy yeah. knowing that you did your due diligence, period. 
That's my point. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I mean, well, no, I mean uh, yeah, you yeah. did your due diligence. That's all you. It's all you did can you? do. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah, but, but, no, but, but just responsibility. But but no, but just the, you know, just you know the you know the you know the tactics. I mean, just you know, you know, as each week goes along. I mean, you know. No, it's such bullshit. I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we, you know, we've got seven weeks. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven, uh, eight. Eight. Eight weeks. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers oh, no, crossed. No, well, I don't want him back in office. Well, look, I mean, I how, 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 I mean, how much? Well, we've been saying this, you know, for months now, but you know, at the same, at the same time, you know, each week there's some bullshit. There's also, you know, some bullshit. You know, you know where he just got, you know. Where his his mouth is just open, <laughs> his mouth is just open. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. It's like, yep. I I, we, I I would like I would like the presidency to go back to a situation where it's not a daily episode of reality television. You know, here's you know, okay. Well, no, absolutely. The I'm, end. Uh, no, uh, the end. The end. Fucking a. Number one and number two. You know, it, it hasn't been lost on me. I mean, you know, you know, social media. I mean, TV, whatever. You, the you know, and we we're talking about you know the scare tactics. But you know, the scare tactic of uh, you're voting for who your next president's going to be. You know, as far as if you vote for Joe Biden, you never heard that when it was Barack running for office. Right. You never heard that about Barack. You know, because of Joe backing him, but you're hearing it about Kamala Harris, black woman, uh-huh. and that is bullshit. I, okay. de- I definitely call what? it bullshit on that too. You know what's you know it's bullshit for starters. Yeah. It's bullshit if they're just gonna dismiss her as a black woman. Oh, and, well, a lot of them are doing that. A lot of them are just doing it just that. You know, I mean, just saying it like that. Because, because, because you never heard that with Bill Clinton, Al Gore. You never heard that's who your next president's going to be. Right. Now, you might have heard that. You really don't. You, you, never, you didn't even hear that back when, when it was uh, when it was H.W. Bush with Dan Quayle. You heard it after he was elected, but you didn't yeah. hear it before that. You heard it, at, you know, that was the old joke, you know, if... if if Elder Bush ever got assassinated, you know, you shoot quail, too. I mean, that was the old joke. So, mm-hmm. but, but, you're hearing I, this, I, but you're hearing this now with Biden and and, and Kamala. What, what bothers me about that is that everybody's concerned with, is she a black woman or is she an Indian And now they're doing this shit. What the, what the fuck does it matter? Let's... It doesn't even matter that she's woman, let alone Indian or black or some other non-descript. What you're saying, what you're fucking saying is she's not white and that's your fucking problem. Oh, absolutely. And, and believe me, if it was a white woman, you would you would have a percentage saying that will be who your next president is a woman. But because it's right. a... But, but, but darker, dark, I mean, but... Again, darker color, woman. Oh, here we go. I mean, you know, like, 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 like your girlfriend just said. <laughs> like your girlfriend said, 
There it is right there. There's your proof right yep. there. That's exactly it. Yep. <clears throat> that's just, that's unfortunately the way of it. Not only are we dealing with racism, we're dealing with sexism. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and see, and, but, and, you, and you see how it boomerangs, how it can boomerang on you. And it's definitely, you know, I mean, it's, it's been back and forth. I mean, it's, it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing because I remember telling her specifically, like, one of two things needs to happen. And this is my discriminated against white male response. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I tell her, I'm like, look, one of two things needs to happen. One, because it's everybody that works there, other than me, has a vagina. So, I'm the only guy that works there. And so I tell her, I'm like, look, one of two things needs to happen. Either they need to realize I'm one of the girls, I just happen to have a dick. Mm -hmm. Or, we need to go to war, because this shit's wrong. And that's when it dawned on me, like, wow, perhaps I'm not the first person on this planet to deal with discrimination because I'm different than everybody else. Perhaps. Because it's like, because everybody there, everybody there is white female age 35 to 70. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that's different in that I'm middle of the road and I have a dick. And, well, yeah, and you got some lifting to do. And you got some lifting yes. to do. Yeah. Exactly. So I have to lift all of the heavy items mm -hmm. and do the other shit. I have to do the work of two men, and if I don't, I get written up. Because, like, dog, I'm calling it right now. They're playing the fucking pussy card. Oh, I'm just a girl. I can't do the job you do. Can't live that. What? Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. This is 2020. Come on. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. That move's been going on. Oh God. I mean, I mean. Uh huh. Oh please. Uh huh. I, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. There was a time where that move actually led to uh, led to marriage and kids. Without a doubt, that happened. I know. That that is happening. I know. So there you go. I mean. And the, I'm okay with that because I am old school. I'm okay with that play. <laughs> I am okay with that play, but not in the fucking workplace. When you're gonna write me up for not doing the work that you've done, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm I'm estimating that I'm doing the work of one and a half men of the two guys. Just no, I, I, I don't dispute we're that. Down right I now, I don't dispute that at all. And so they come at me like that with a write up at the end of a day where I've busted my ass for them. I literally signed the paperwork told him to have a good day, and I left the office with a door slam Whoa. before it got worse. Yeah, uh, no, before it got no, worse. I mean, you, you, yep. you come on now, you, you're a pro at this, and, and believe me, and, and, uh -huh. and, and I'm straight black, man, so it's like, there are moments where it's like, oh, I gotta say something, like, sometimes I do, sometimes uh -huh. I don't. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, he's like, <laughs> without a doubt, like, I... I mean, I'm like, no, 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 no. I can be as canny as you. Fuck you. Here we go. But, you know, but, but as you age and mellow out like fine wine, you get smart. Yes. You get smart. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I I was proud of myself. I think my wine is getting a little finer. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, 
I recognized it. Like, she, my, my manager was telling me something, and I would intentionally interrupt her with my side. And then she'd go oh. tell me something else. And I would intentionally interrupt her again with my defense. Okay. And once I did it, yeah. <laughs> once I did it twice, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I need to get out of this room before I lose my job. You know? You know? <laughs> I'm going to lose my job if I don't sign this paperwork and leave this fucking room right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be best. That would be best. Never see. When, I, when I'm walking on the street, and, 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 you know, that could be here in L.A. Or in, or in Chicago, when I'm walking on the street, when I'm walking on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. you know, one, one white woman or X number, oh, no, I mean, I, you know, I am discriminated against, I am a threat, I am a criminal, I'm a rapist, I'm going to rob them, you know, all, you know all, all the goodies, and it's like, one, I mean, you know, thank goodness, knock on wood, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, hopefully I'm 50 years from using a walker or anything, but, you right. know, I mean, it, it, we know I can walk, we know I'm active, and, you know, and, and you know, I'm from the streets, I, if I'm walking around, I'm going from point A to point B, I'm moving my feet, you know, I'm not fucking around, so, you know, these gals on, on my side of the sidewalk, I mean, yes, you know, some of you move out of the, the, I move out of my way, but then there are others. It's like, no, I mean, it's not like that. And you know, there have been times where I've, there, there are times where you got to placate it. It was like, okay, I'll slow down this, that, but you know, it doesn't matter because they already have the view. They already have that point of view of you. So it's like, I'd rather move out and go because you know, then then they goof around. You know, then they're like, well. well you know, why is he slowing down this and that? No, 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 fuck that. Like, I, like I, you're the last person I'm thinking about. Fuck you. So, mm. you know, that, that's... Mm. You know, that, and that, after I left, what? after I left all mad, they were, like, laughing about it. Oh, sure. Of course they were, because that's what oh, they do. Oh, 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 that's oh, what oh. they do. That's what they do. Oh, my God. Of course. So, it's... It's it's been... On, honestly, I want to I wanna stop the fucking press right, right quick. From one Hollywood hustler to another, thank you for letting me bitch, for for letting my hetero white male ass bitch you about being discriminated against. Well, see, see. Because, I mean, that's the thing of it. I got got a real quality taste of it, and, and... I instantly didn't like it, and then it put shit in perspective because I'm like, "Oh, this has been happening for a month." <laughs> you a month? one month? A good old month? Huh? Year, good old month? Like, wow. Like, try going, try going your entire goddamn life, your entire fucking life, Sammy. Every single day. I mean, I mean, Sammy. I mean, Sam. You yeah. know, you know, Kim Novak and May Britton. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I mean, it, it, well, and for people that, for people that, would be like Sammy, never affected their life in any kind of way. You, you know, those people, you know, would still, still, you know, still, you know, have issues with Sammy because of that. Like with Jane, yeah. like with Jane, and 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 her involvement with the Black Panthers and. 
you know, in anti in anti Vietnam and all that. You know, we're gonna twist it around up against you. The whole the whole thing. It's like, ugh. oh, let me tell you. Tell one me. write up and I'm ready to go to war. A fucking write up. One write up and I'm ready to go to goddamn war. You go to war with salsa. You go to war with salsa. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are giving BLM shit. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Of course they're mad. Of course they're angry. You fuck. You don't like. I'm just like. I want to see. Well, that's well, and see that's a, that, that's and see that's the thing. You know, especially from your end because I get this shit thrown at me yeah. a lot, especially by women in various jobs. Again, over the last, just over the last 10 to 15 years alone, uh, in, various, in various jobs, various events, what have you. And the most zen thing, the most pimp thing you can do, like I said, just, like I said, you want to tell them something, but no, I mean, you, you, you got to smile at them. You got to smile, and, and go ahead and let them get a good laugh, and I mean, just, that, that's, and, and move on, and when you move on, then that's it. I mean, like, it, you know, that part is done. Like, they, they almost beg for attention from you in that Here's, way for, for you, for you, to, for you to make that challenge. Like, say something. Come on. Sure. No. Uh-huh. No, because, right. like, oh. Here's, here's a question. Then they'll really cut that, your nuts off. Right. <laughs> like, this is the type of question that might set our fucking podcast apart. A white male is about to ask a black male, uh, how do I deal with discrimination? I just told like, you how. I just advice. told you. I just told you how. I, I mean, really, I just told Let's you. I mean, tell, in your in your yeah. in your position, real. I mean, because you got to smile through it. Yeah, you you you, you, you smile through it because you're not one of those that they're trying to turn around. See, right. if, if you're one of those that are trying to turn around. There's going to be a lot. Then you're you're going to be the one that's going to be given the heavy sass. I mean, unfortunately, you know, this is definitely one. You know, it's you know, you're working for the Salvation Army in this capacity. You know, that that's a bullet you got to take. It feels like, and and tell me if you've never felt this, and I don't think that's the case, but (laughs) it feels like it feels like passive, aggressive bullshit, and they're trying to make me quit. They're trying to make well, okay. But here's the thing, though. If you quit, it's my fault. Well, but if you quit, though, who you know, who's gonna who's gonna do the lifting? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously it'll be the next schlub. With no offense, it'll be the next schlub right. that. Oh, it'll be the next schlub. Yeah, exactly. You know, but but that's the thing. It's like, okay, they do that. How long will it take for the you know the next person, next man or men, right. to get those jobs? How long is that going to take? Yeah. You know, what I mean, are they going right. to are they going to let like supply build up before you get put? I mean, like, I mean, you, I mean. You know, I don't know what uh-huh. kind of I don't know what kind of duties they have, but it, it, I mean, you, you know, there's got to be some kind of organization. I mean, they just can't let stuff just lay around. Like my lady friend described it, she's like, "Are they playing the pussy card?" And I'm like, "Yeah, they're playing the pussy card. They're playing the oh, I can't lift this sure. box. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a girl card. Yeah, yeah, right. I need a I need a big strong man. I need a big strong man right. to lift this. They're they're totally they're t- Dog, they are totally playing that card. Of course. And I, and I'm okay with that. They're as just long as, you, as, yeah. 
as long as you appreciate me yes. for playing the male Yes, card. yes, and that's not too much to ask. That should not be too much but to ask. When I give you one and a half's worth mm. of my job, oh, man. and you write me up for not giving you two, right. I'm pissed. Uh-huh. I'm pissed. Uh-huh. You know, it, it just, it irked me to the core. Like, okay, they pull me into the office and they tell me, so you've been late a couple of days. And I'm like, yes, I own that. You are correct. I have been late a couple of days in the last uh, week and a half, uh, two weeks. Uh, that, and, and, and I will own it. That's within my control. I can control whether or not I show up on time. That's on me. But we're not going to give you a write-up for that. We're just going to give you a verbal warning. Okay, thank you. Good. Now we're gonna now we're gonna give you a verbal written warning that goes to the head <laughs> office because you are doing the work of two men. And I looked at her and I was like, okay, now I'm pissed. Now now what what's happening here is the shit I'm actually guilty of, mm-hmm. you're letting go. And the shit I'm not guilty of, you're writing me up for and prosecuting me on. Okay, now, now I'm pissed. Now, and also, that's not justice. And, and okay, and I also want to know um, how, how long have, how long have you been there? Not even two months. I'm about to say. I mean, I mean, I mean, it hasn't been like a long time. I mean, like it could have been more than three months. <sighs> yeah, it's been not even two months yet, and I mean, I'm not I, trying to like. I'm not trying to talk shit about my blessing, but at the are, same time... Are you looking? It's, it's, are you looking for other work? I mean, I mean, I mean you, um, you, well, you're a hustler. I'm already thinking about it. Okay. You're, you're right. I'm a hustler. So I'm always looking to improve my situation. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, that's... But... Yeah. And I'm treading water right now, so I'm grateful for that. But... When you're treading water, you're not making progress. You right. know it. Yeah, and, I know. And I it know. starts to wear on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm honestly, I'm starting to get a little tired of the treading water thing. I think that was kind of my, my little thing before we got on air today. Just, I mean, like, like I said, that was. Yeah. I mean, like, and I need. Because, I mean, I definitely wanted to let a few screams out. Us, I want to let some screams out. Us, yeah, both of us are in an industry right now that's very up in the air and it's very disconcerting it's very uncomfortable it's very it's well very it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable and, and and it's uncomfortable like there's some progression going on i mean you know i mean you know people are you know people are are, are signing deals i mean i mean that part that person's gonna and, and you know from what i read today i mean they're at, le- at least the uh at least the sitcoms are, are about to start uh filming uh but you know, we'll, you know, we'll give that a week or two. We'll see. Uh, but th- th- there are some projects that are ongoing. I mean, th- th- there there is some casting notices that are gaining some heat. So you know, you know, I you know, I sit here and like like we've discussed on previous shows, I've I've followed the rules. I've stayed inside. Uh-huh. I I haven't been to the beach. Not once. Yeah, we've been as a, as an individual and as a band, we've been following the quote air quote rules. Yeah. 
And, like, even, man, I'm telling you, live gigs right now, it's it's totally, the words that comes to mind is ethereal. It's really, like, surreal and fucking ethereal. Because we'll show up, we'll set up, mm-hmm. we'll play our show for two hours, three hours, and people are sitting at their tables, and each table is six feet apart. And they've got their masks off, but only at the table. If they go up to get more beer, they got to put their mask on. And they won't get up and dance. And they barely clap at the end of each song. And it, it's just, it's such a different vibe. Like, getting used to that, like, I don't, none of us want that to be the new norm. No. None of us no. want that to be this, you know? Like, I got into this industry, this profession, this fucking job of mine. Specifically as a drummer, mm-hmm. because my job is 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 one fold, and that one fold is get your ass out of the seat on the dance floor dancing. There you go. If that doesn't happen, I'm not doing it right. Uh-huh. You know. Same thing with an actor. Like, look, my one job is to get you to relate to me. Oh, and look, I mean, and <laughs> well, <laughs> you well, 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 you're looking at me right now. <laughs> I just, I entertain myself very well, but I'm glad I have you, and I'm glad I have this because you know, and you know, there are other, you know, there are others like me that that have this source. I mean, you you would go crazy right now if you if you didn't have this outlet, so to speak, to you know, to you know, to, to voice off from it. I would be talking to a wall and. It's just not. It, it, it lacks substance. I mean, you know, you know, there are feral cats out here, out out in my house, but they run. So again, I'd lose an audience. I mean, so you know, yep. you, know the, you know, at least I have this here. At least I have you and well, and you. That's that's the thing of it right now, and that's been the wave for the last five years. Attention is the commodity right now. Oh, if we can get your attention for fifteen fucking seconds, yeah, we've we've made it. Well, and that's the yeah. way of it. There's, there's almost too much content out there right now. But there, there, there are enough people. You know, there, there, there are still enough people, though. I mean, so you, you get your chunks here and there. But, but that makes me, that makes me laugh, just because, you know, before we, you know, before we get out of here, you know, it's Thursday night now. Are, are you going to watch football? I am not. I'm just curious. I was. I mean, I'm. I'm not going to watch it early on. Uh, Honest answer. Honest answer. I'm not. I don't even have cable yet, and I'm not missing it either. I'm not. Uh, interesting. I mean, no, because I mean, no. I mean, I'm like, that's you know, that's going to be a that's going to be a huge one to to sit and watch tonight. I mean, just for any TV audience, oh, yeah. just like the, that first the first two or three days with MLB. When, 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 when they had to adjust their crowd noises because, and and this happened uh, this past weekend with with Mike Rizzo, the GM of the Nationals. Apparently, apparently, well, he 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 was ejected from the game by by, by who else? Joe West. By Joe West, but apparently Mike Rizzo, he was ejected from like the fourth level in his suite because he could be heard yelling at him and see. If you're Rizzo, it's like that's totally funny. I'm like, if you're Rizzo, you gotta like step away 
yeah. you know, in the interior and just let it out so he can't hear you. Like, what? I mean, that was just ridiculous because there's nobody else around up top but him. <laughs> and so, like, they ejected him. And, you know, I just think that tonight in these games that are going to be coming up for the NFL, you know, you know, these guys are going to be – you're going to be hearing the hitting and the, and the, and you're going to hear the, the hitting and their noises. And I mean, you know, they, and everything. I mean, so, you, you know, is you know, the network's going to have like the seven second delay, 10 second delay. I mean, like, I mean, that, I mean, I'm really curious to see how that plays. I'm not like, I'm not going to watch it early on. I don't know if I will tonight. Uh, I mean, Sunday, that's a different story because, uh, I, I haven't had the package for Long. I don't think I've had the pack, NFL package in 15, 16 years. But I'm gonna this year. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that because I am gonna watch football, and, and I and I weigh the cost of it. You know, like if I were to go out in, in social distancing, I'll stay home. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 stay home and max it out, and I'll enjoy my football. In the privacy of me. Yeah, I uh, I love me some football, but it's never been it's never been my uh, my number well, one. Well, it's not your number one. Don't you worry about it. I mean, it's it's never and, been my uh, number one, but but uh, I enjoy it. I mean, you know, I enjoy it. I, I, I oh, I do too. I love it. I love it severely, but not at. Uh, not at the expense of all the other shit I'm trying to do. Oh, no, no, for sure. No. Oh, you know no, absolutely. I just find myself, the more I don't watch TV, the more I find myself not missing it. Well, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a TV six, seven years. I think it's been, uh, when, well, when, uh, when, when everything went digital, I mean, like, I mean, all I had to do was get the box and whatnot, and, and get get it for the TV, and I yeah. and I never did because my, my idea was like, well, I, I mean, I, even even for me, it's just like, okay, I don't watch that much live. If I do, I'm gonna I can watch it on the phone or I can watch it on on the on the, on the laptop. I mean, now in the future when I move, I mean, I'll I'll get I'll get a you know a flat screen. I mean, I'll I'll change it up. But right now, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't need to have the TV. I mean, I haven't needed it. So, and, you know, that applies to even now. It's like, no, but don't need it. I mean, I can wait until, until the home upgrade before I get a TV, a flat screen. You know. Hey. Well, well, you know, it just, it, it makes me think uh, the, the whole NFL thing. Yes. Has been, it's been different for me. Since Colin Kaepernick did his, oh, well, absolutely. Thing. Well, absolutely. I'm and, sure. And not I'm because, sure. Not because I'm America, and not because I'm like you know, fuck that guy. You should stand for the anthem, but because it made us all, it made us all stop and think. Oh well, it, well, you saw the ugliness because. And and I, I mean, I yep. again, and I've known this stuff. It's like I mean, like you know, it's the. Especially after 9-11 happened, the, the biggest stage you can put American military propaganda on is NFL Sundays. 
and that was yep. and that was it. Yep. And that they're just a fact. And and you know they they pulled it to a T. And you know that extent you know extends to you know whenever there there are big games on MLB or it's more MLB. I mean, you know it, they don't push it as hard in NBA. Uh, but I mean, but you still have military presence in, in all the sports, as they should be. But same with the NHL. You get the uh, veteran of the week. Oh, totally. Veteran, oh, yes. Veteran of the yes, night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The NHL. I mean, you know, you know, me being a, an old school Blackhawks fan. I mean, Wayne Mesmer, uh, soloist extraordinaire. Uh, also co co owner of the. IHL Chicago Wolves, but longtime soloist for the Blackhawks, for the Cubs, for the White Sox, and nobody sings. I mean, he's on that list of a pantheon of your Rushmores of, of singing the national anthem. I mean, I mean, he's just one of the best, and it's even better when his when he, him and his wife Kathleen sing. It's really good. Like they'll give you. Oh, uh, I love that. Oh no, they belt it. They really do. Uh, like. I mean, you can definitely find it on YouTube, but it's always, it's always a, a you're always ready for ball. You totally are. And see, I mean, Wayne, if there was a man that could have, could have made that flip and decided I was going to hate black people, it could have been him, uh, years ago, gosh, I mean, mid, I mean, mid-90s, I mean, maybe, in mid '90s, I want to say, uh, he was a victim of a robbery. Uh, black man shot him. He's a singer. Take a wild guess where he got shot. I mean, like, I mean, you know, he, uh-huh. I mean, he got shot around the pipes. He got, sh- I mean, he got shot. I mean, you know, he, he made it through. I mean, he, for- you know, he forgave this gentleman. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Wayne Mesmer forgave this gentleman for almost taking his life. Uh, I mean, every time I've ever, met, you know, you know, met him, I mean, you know, he's just been more than great. I mean, just, you know, he's a Facebook friend, and, you know, he, anytime he sings, it's awesome. I mean, especially, I mean, it was before that, before that happened and after, so anytime they sing, it's always great. I mean, like, I mean, that's been over, God, it's been over 20 years, over 20 years, well over, so... I do want to mention, you know, regarding, you know, with baseball, uh, I mentioned it briefly on the last show, Tom Seaver, but also Lou Brock, Lou, uh, I want to mention them all, not just because of the athletics, but see, especially with Tom Seaver, and then later, in in, in portions with Lou, these were two of those guys, especially Tom. Uh, in the late 60s where you really had the boom in advertising that was that was looking at athletes and the, just the what ifs if it would have been the Cubs instead of the Mets in that World Series or just in the or even just in the postseason just because in that 1969 postseason the uh, in the NL, it was the Braves. Ver- oh, I saw that. I saw that. It was the Braves versus the Mets. So it could have been the Braves versus the Cubs. So you could have had an NL, uh, an NLCS with Hank Aaron and Ernie Banks. 
You could have had that. Um, that would have been nice. See, you could that that you could have had that. And Hank Aaron had a had a good series. He had three home runs in that series, and uh, you know the the Mets you know beat them. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't because it wasn't because of lack of hammer. Um, but you know the Mets winning that World Series and just the, the, like those baseball images, you know, for me as a baseball fan. You know, the dream is having that ticker tape parade and watching somebody like Tom Seaver just all smiles, you know, in, in, yeah. all, this, in all this confetti. And, 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 you know, you go, you go from him, you know, in New York at that time, him on the baseball side, on the football side, Joe Namath. I mean... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yes, you know, so Tom Seaver and Lou Brock with Lou Brock with, with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, all I have to say is Budweiser. <laughs> really, I mean, like, I mean, you know, you think St. Louis? <laughs> I mean, you're pretty much going to St. Louis Cardinals and Budweiser and. I mean, you know, being in Chicago, I mean, I'm, you know, his last few years, I mean, I mean, I, I would see ads with Lou Brock and Budweiser and, and, and that Brock Abella hat. Do you know what I'm talking about, mm. Kenny? Um, you, I think you, if you've ever seen, you've seen this before. Okay, so it's an umbrella, but it's a hat. Yes. Okay, and, but in particular, Lou Brock you know, had this Brockabella, so, the, like, you can get a Brockabella different colors, uh, solid colors, but his version, the initial version, was, uh, you know, was multiple colors, especially the red, so, like, and, like, when I was a yeah, kid, so yeah, so, yeah, when I was a kid, like, in 78, 79, um, uh, there's this, uh, old, uh, old child host, children's host, uh, Ray Rayner, back in the day in Chicago, and he would wear that thing, and, like, I, that and F.A.O. Schwartz beanies. I always thought that be- beanies and those <laughs> those Brockabella hats were the coolest hats to wear. So you're getting on my nerd. I'm just letting you have it. So now you got it, Ninja. I always wanted one of those fucking helmet hats that had the beer on each side. I used to have. I knew you were going to say that. I, as soon as I said that, I, I yep, used to have one. Yep. I, I used to have a White Sox one. Uh, those are cool. I want to say, did, didn't they cool. have the fucking beer umbrella where it was an umbrella hat and there was a couple of fucking beers on each side as, but, as well? I, I wouldn't doubt that because of Lou Brock and his association with Budweiser. I mean, I, I would not mm-hmm. doubt that. I mean, but I, I definitely had that helmet. Oh, I had that. I had, Look, I got that helmet when I was 14 years old. I mean, like, yep. I mean... <laughs> Before we were old enough to drink, we had the helmet for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I guess I'm gonna overdose on two big gulps. So, like, you know, just call yep. me, you know, call me Mr. Diabetes. I get it. I get it. I mean, man, I, you really you have to think that through. Like, now's the time to buy one. I mean, you know, shit. Yep. You can, I mean, you know, two sangrias in each one. No waiting. Man. 
See? The fact you go to work and just wear that, oh man. Oh, when you get all your work done, you get all the work of three and a half men done then, see? That's right, I wouldn't give a fuck about discrimination. Well, well, and just, well see? <laughs> well, I mean, because, you know, you would work better with, you know, with more booze like Johnny Fever. You know, Johnny Fever's reflexes improved. You know, you know, after, right. after each drink. That's exactly right. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I was a witness to that. Venus Flytrap was a witness to that. What's most important, Ohio law enforcement was witness to that. So, we saw that because our our podcast <coughs> is the podcast version of WKRP because we're just you know we're here. I uh, <laughs> I wish that I could do my day job. As drunk as I do my night job, which is podcast for your Hollywood hustler, starring downtown Tony Brown and your main man Kenny Smooth. Yeah, yeah. So like, I have too much, I guess, um, professionalism or self-respect or both. Probably to go both. To my day job with a buzz on. I, w- I won't wake up and day drink. I won't. I won't wake up and drink. I won't do it. Right. But I think my day would go smoother at my fucking day job if I did have a couple of snips before I went to work. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the truth. Well, man. look, I mean, that's ha- it would be, it would, that's happened for it many. Would make the discrimination easier. That's happened for many. Out. That's happened for many. You would not be the first one, and you would never be the last. I know, I know. I just don't want to be that guy. But they're not making it easy. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. Like, oh, absolutely. Discriminated against? That, yeah. It, 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 they don't make it easy. You have to be the bigger man because you choose to be the bigger man, and it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I, it doesn't make it fair. doesn't mean I like it. It just means that that's what I have to do because that's what I choose to do, and that's who I choose to be. You know what I mean? I choose to be bigger than the bullshit. Above it. Well, well, it's, I just well, that's, well, that's, I mean, and pe- you know, people will, they want to drag you into the bullshit. They Into their bullshit. Yes. Yes. Exactly. They want to drag you in. And for the first time, for the first time in my Hetero male white ass complexion for protection life. <laughs> I feel that shit. I genuinely feel that shit. And as a response, like really the only thing I can do is congratulate all the rest of y'all motherfuckers for being as strong as you are. For putting up with it as long as you have without losing your shit more than you have. Like, any female that has been discriminated against for having a vagina, any black person that has been discriminated against for the color of their skin, any Asian, Korean, Chinese, Oriental, pick your fucking label, any, anybody that has been discriminated in a group for being different from the group, I fucking applaud you. For having the the internal strength, mentally, physically, emotionally, to put up with a situation like that for any length of time, 
like slow motherfucking golf clap. It's it's not easy. No. It's not easy at all. No. No. I mean, you know, when I mean when when Colin made that move. Ooh. I mean, I was. I mean, like I said, started you know with you know with nine eleven and. And we are all Americans. I mean, I mean, and that was real. That you know, I mean, I felt that that impacted all of us. And, and these were the, you know, from that point, from that time, up through the end of Barack's term, should have been the period of time where you know what, we can, we need to fix this black and white thing because. You know, because after a while, after nine eleven, after nine eleven, you know, we're, you know, we're going to pick on this dark skin group. We're going to pick on these Muslims here. We're going to pick right. on, you know, right. you know, friends of mine that that are Indian. You know, oh no, we're, you know, we're going to pick on them and fuck that. I mean, oh man, I mean, Indian woman friend of mine at Wrigley Field in the bleachers. You know, you know, some white guy years ago calling her a terrorist. Like, you know, what the fuck? Like, who, you know, who are you? <laughs> who are you? So <laughs> wow. Mmm. Real as rain. Real as rain. All of this shit. I mean, and you know, fed more than, you know, more than my share of, you know, of cream-colored men just drive away saying the word. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, you're brave. <laughs> okay. That's cool. <laughs> It's not even fun. I mean, like, I mean, it's not like 25 no. times, but like, but I would say in my life, eh, at least a half a dozen to a dozen, thereabouts. So, in, yeah, in that, in that range, but more like along, I think it's a little bit below 10. <laughs> but hey, got a long way to go, knock on wood. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> you know, and that's, the, that, that's almost the shit, that's almost the shit of it. I'm being discriminated against, and they won't even man up, air quotes, man up, and own it. They won't even own it. Oh, they won't no, just be like, no, yep, we're discriminating no. against you, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> no. No. Take your medicine like a man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're going to mm. bitch out about it. Like, Woo. damn. That's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Yeah, I know. I know. It's cold world, baby. It's cold world. Well, so let me ask you a question, because yes. let's call it about five minutes left yes. in the podcast. If, if we had five minutes left in the podcast and I asked you, what would you give as advice to somebody who's being discriminated against? What would your advice be? Go. Well, first of all, anybody. Oh no, no. Well, first of all, I'm saying, I am I looking at you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. It, it, it is the it is the stupidest twist of of a thing to say, but you know when you're being discriminated against that you are the threat. So, you know, there's. 
there's you know you, you got something there. You, you you got some you over there's you've got some juice that, that they want that they never can get. So there's power in that. Okay. Oh, oh it's a, okay. I mean, well, you know this this applies 400 years. I mean, but really though, I mean, like at the end of that all, discrimination is because that person you know who's doing the discriminating is obviously threatened by the discriminator, the discriminatee. There's something there, either, either it's either up front or it's hidden. Some, there's, there, there's something there that, that's just going to, that's, that, that they're going to, you know, that they're not going to be on your side. I mean, and, you know, if you say that, I mean, that could apply for a lot of things. That could be very broad. But no, I think for discrimination, I mean, it starts with that. I mean, it, it's, it's the threat, it's the threat and the ignorance. The threat and the ignorance. And just remember, you are better. Because, it, really, that really if, if you're not as ignorant as that person, you know, then, then you, you know, you just got to keep your head up. I mean, fuck them. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, no, you know, that's that's a really good piece of advice. Without saying it, it's like what you're saying is because you're being discriminated against, you instantly have to be better. Mm-hmm. You have to be better to show them there's another way well, and, outside of this discriminating practice. Well, and look, I mean, and look, and, and there are jobs that people will go for or apply for, and, and if they're not qualified for, you're not qualified for. I mean, sure, those are sure. those are facts. But you know, there are others. It's like, I mean, I can't say it more than like I said, just the people that I see in these panels and, and this and that. I mean, I mean, and that includes the moderators. Like, I mean, you don't see, you rarely see straight black male moderators going on. I mean, really, come on. I mean, come on. Valid point. I mean, Valid I'm, point. I'm just saying. A spade will call a spade a spade because he knows what a spade is. Don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> because spades are black, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, they are. <laughs> quite right, quite right, quite right. Ain't it the truth? And I am an well, Ace. Really... And, and, you know, and you know my name, you know, A, Anthony, Ace. Don't you forget it. And then, you know, if you want to go there, you know, I. The ass is nice too, so thank you very much. And don't you forget that. Yes, yes, fabulous ass, ace of spades. I, <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm a straight white male, but I, I've been out with you in the bars a time or two, and you know what? You got three piece ass. I gotta say, Stop. you know, you're doing all right. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You know, we only have time to have one hetero male on this show talk about my ass enough. We'll just let that be me for right now. two months of humping people's gear at the Salvation Army, dude, I'm getting ripped. See? Like, my upper body, good. my upper body is, I'm getting, like, fucking trapezius muscles and shit. Uh, like, what? You, your muscles getting all <laughs> trapezius and shit? I, I, <laughs> my traps are throbbing. You got traps. traps. traps are throbbing. You got traps. <laughs> I got traps. I got, I got rims. I got hops. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very, well, 
you know, you're doing the whole Rubik's Cube puzzle thing with your refrigerator and your freezer. It'd be like, you know, to me, like, I mean, all I need is, like, maybe a 12-pound turkey. That's it. But, and I'll probably just let that sit. I'll probably get that, like, Wednesday and not even bother putting it in the fridge. I mean, but everything else. Yep. yep. You know, you go ahead and do that. But, you know, I, I bring up, I bring up the, the autumn stuff just because tonight starts... It's just weird that tonight starts football after we just barely got started with baseball, and baseball is about yep. to go in the postseason. <laughs> See, I'm, it, it is. It's really weird. It's, it's really weird. And, and and the NBA is in the postseason. Oh man! See, so it's the NHL. So it's the NHL. And the, the whole schedule is fucked. The whole schedule is fucked right now. And, and, and you know, we got and, you know, and, and I, I I have to double check, but I mean. I think there might there might be a few, I think there are a few teams that are going to try to play college football. So it's like, wow, like, like no, Rod Serling needs to show. See, here's Rod Serling's going to show up and hook us up with, with the election. <laughs> That's going to be the coup de grace. Like, like you know, it's already been a Rod Serling year. That's going to be the finish. <laughs> Rod Serling will hook us up with the election. I expect, I expect, this whole year. Yeah, this whole year has been Twilight Zone. You're absolutely right. It's just complete out of left field fuckery for all of us, especially those of us in the entertainment industry. It's like, what's next? We don't know. We don't even know if we're supposed to mourn yet. Like, we don't know if it's ever going to come back to the way it was or not. Right, right. So we don't know whether or not to grieve yet. It's really unsettling. It's really unnerving. It's it's very much um, it's it's a psychological fucking limbo, man. It's totally uh, purgatorio. It's Dante's purgatorio, man. We don't know. I don't know. Am I am I gonna mourn some shit? Is it gonna come back? I don't fucking know. That's that's the hard part for 2020. Is not knowing. Two months. Fate. I mean. Yeah, and you know, and you look around, and you know the stuff that is said, and all that, and uh, I mean, that is hitting me. It's not just hitting me hard about it it being two months from now, but just overall. I mean, you know, we're we are we are at the fourth quarter of the year. I mean, you know, know, December's on the creep. I mean, so I. That it's just wild to think that. I mean, it's like it is. It, it is September now, and 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 you know, and I'm reading. You know, and I'm reading uh, on CNN. You know that a 28 year old teacher from South Carolina, three days with, with the corona, and she died. And I mean, it's like wow. it's like these teachers and these students should not be in these schools right now. It's like, like, I mean, it's like people are just so hard-headed and they just Americans specifically, most unfortunately. We're so, we're so cut off in our uh, America freedom, you know, I can do what I want thing that we forget about the common good. Well, it's the common good, you know. If it is the common good for it suiting them, uh huh, them. 
let's see. Sammy, check. Jane, check. Tom, check. Lou, check. Before we go, I also, because we love, <laughs> I really enjoyed talking on the last show about <laughs> digging in the childhood and talking about wrestling. <laughs> that, uh-huh. that was that was creme de la creme. <laughs> uh, you know we you know we do this. I mean I know with me, I've been watching television and listening to radio since I had more afro than body. And, 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 you know, and this afro is pretty large right now, kids. I mean like so, you know think think back to 1977 and I, you know like. You know, for the you know, I was in the business. I, I was fortunate enough to, to be a part of the business doing local Chicago kid stuff on the CBS affiliate. Uh, I got, I mean, I watched a lot of TV. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as, I mean, I mean, I mean, TV that I should not, that a six year old should probably should not have watched. But see, it, it has served me, it has served me well. And like one of those names as a youngin was Kevin Dobson. And uh, you know, and he, and he and, you know, this, you know, he's known as Crocker on on Kojak. He was Telly Sabala's partner, uh, young detective partner, and you know, being in this business, if you're just, in, I mean, if you're lucky in in the times that we live in, and you know, if you if you if you're fortunate to live in a big city or. Or, or have family that, that had those options and, and maybe you could go to a ball game and you could see Tom Seaver or you could see Lou Brock uh, and, and maybe you, maybe you did that or then maybe just maybe maybe later on in life somehow some way maybe maybe you got to go to spring training uh, mm. maybe you got to go to the Hall of Fame you got to meet Tom Seaver or Lou Brock I mean I got to meet them separately I got to meet Tom Seaver of all places, the Field Museum in Chicago, Lou Brock. Where else am I going to meet Lou Brock but St. Louis at 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 Bush Stadium? Uh, and this is the, the this is the previous Bush Stadium uh, in, in, throughout the up until uh, the early two thousands. Uh, and of course, he was wearing his red blazer. Of course, he was. And of well, course, well, of course. And well, I mean, just. Lou Brock, just one of the nice, just he could, so he was really that nice. He was one of the nicest gentlemen, you know, for those few minutes in passing, you know, I could ever meet. Uh, I was fortunate to have Kevin Dobson teach a weekend class at SAG Conservatory seven years ago on my birthday weekend, and that meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to talk with him, uh, learn a little more about the business. Listen to him and his experiences, and you know, I, I, was, I was just, I was like just a six-year-old boy watching him, you know, get, you know, <laughs> getting grief from Telly Savalas on a zenith. I, I, I never knew that I would, you know, get to cross paths with him. And, and like I said, with this business, I mean, it could just be that. It could be as a teacher. It could be doing the work. Any of that, um, mm-hmm. but. You know, for this life, how crazy it is, Elter Skelter, I'm always grateful. So, you know, for those gents, I mean, I mean, rest in power, rest in peace. 
And then for women like Jane, just keep on fucking them up. <laughs> Jane probably just keep, keep on sticking just them, baby. Keep, keep doing just it. Just keep fucking them up. <laughs> yeah, there, exactly I know. Right. I just keep on. Oh, God. I, so, uh, you, you talk. I, I, I did my ramble. I said what I had to say. I, but I definitely want to mention. It, 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 it was just wild with Kevin, though. It was like, that was seven years ago. And, it, and he was 70 then. And, 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 and he's was vibrant. I mean, just, you know, for some of us, you know, we go through, you know, these crazy days, months, years in this life. And, you know, if you can still be vibrant and, you know, and passionate and, and with and the one thing I'll always remember with Kevin and just, and it applies to us, us, us. I mean, you know, you know, it, you know, the, you know, the work counts, the work matters, I mean, and the work lives on, I mean, and, oh, God, and he did good work, you know, he did good work, so. You gotta do the work, you gotta, you definitely have to put in the work, but I think one of the things that, to back your play there, one of the things that really makes it fun, and, and really makes it, um, well, tolerable in the tough spots, because, mm. again, Mm-hmm. This industry, we, this is not the first time that either of us have said this. The yeah. entertainment industry is a tough one, you know. Some industry, kid. But, tough one. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that makes it tolerable, makes us get up in the morning and go, yeah, I'll chase it, fuck it. That's it. Is that, you know, we, we get to call ourselves peers with these individuals that we grew up with idolizing. We grew up with, and these guys were fucking heroes of ours, and now we're on set with them, or we're on stage with them playing songs, or we're in the middle, we're on stage with them reciting lines and getting our fucking delivery perfect, and you're in the mix with these guys that are established and climbing still, and you're still on the bottom rung trying to climb and come up, and you're, you're a bit of a fanboy, but you're also now professional in your own and realizing your own power, as it were. And, and that's the shit that makes it fun, in my opinion, with rock karaoke, for example, which I know you frequented a time or two. Yeah. Our live band karaoke out in uh, Hollywood, California at the Viper Room. Where every week's a different week, and you never know what rock star is going to show up. You know, I've I've shared the stage with some heavyweights, and some of them I knew it, some of them I didn't even fucking know. You know, but speak of the, in, speak, you speak of heavyweights because I mean I mean I know I name drop I got picked that up again and again but I mean speak right. of yeah. Well, you know, the, the names that come to mind for me is like, I've, I've played uh, Rainbow in the Dark by Dio with Jimmy Bain, who used to play bass for Dio before he died. I've played with, uh, you know, a good buddy of mine is Patrick Kennison, who plays for Lita Ford. He also used to be in Union Underground. I've played with Dino Cazares of Fear Factory, I did shots for Dave Lombardo's side project. Like, the list goes on. Like, the, the list of people, like, I've, I've shared the stage with Green Jelly, Green Jello, take your pick, 
which is one of those bands that I grew up with, you know. Little Tig, Little Tig, let me in. I grew up on that fucking song in that video, and I've performed that song live on stage with those guys. They're homies of mine now. And and to be in that company now as a musician, it's it inspires you to push forward and to keep growing and climbing the ladder and learning and perfecting your craft and creating and doing the shit you do because God knows... The fucking paycheck doesn't inspire us at this level of the game. Well, see, and look, and see, and, and, you, and, and you went through all those different things, and I loved it. You said you went, you went through all, you went through that checklist of different things, and not one, and not, not up until you just mentioned, nothing came up with money. Nothing. I mean, just right. everything else. There you go. No, they're saying about they're saying about money. This is money. And, not just not about money and fame, like Steve Martin has it. We no. know. We know what's up. No, it, it, you know that that shit comes, and I think that that shit comes to those that are serious about it, those that will do it with or without it, because I think the universe recognizes those that are. Look, the universe falls in love with a stubborn heart. It just does. And so when you're stubborn about your purpose on this planet, when you're stubborn about your craft, when you're stubborn about your ability to be in the mix with the rest of them, and your place on this fucking planet, the universe eventually rewards you. You just have to keep pushing till it fucking happens. No quit. Jane, Fo- Jane, Fonda, Jane Fonda was on the same page with that on Howard. I mean, just about yeah. res- about resilience. On the same yes. page, baby. And, and see, you know, Jane says that, and you know, you know, the kid here is listening, and, and I'm just like, you are where you're supposed to be. Exactly. I'm, I'm sounding like, I'm sounding like Howard, Howard's got the reach of you know, a little bit of Howard's mom. You are where you're supposed to be. Uh, and believe you me, see, and I know I can do a better one. See, I do better by myself. Now I'm going to do it by an audience. <laughs> no, not today. But believe you me, I mean, the resilience, I mean. It's, it's being open, like, for me personally, and I'm not the only one on the planet that will tell you this, but You're not. I've seen signs throughout the last say five to seven years of my life, I've seen signs of various different deliveries that have told me in no uncertain terms, you are where you're supposed to be. Hello. Period. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And the trick seems to be recognizing that and then accepting it. And mm-hmm. like, look, this is part of the process. I'm on the climb. That's it. And, and it's one step at a time. And I'm like, even my situation now with my day job and it's kind of a lull with the live shows and we're not, you know, it's affecting this. This too shall pass. Spiritually and emotionally, and, and all of that shit aside, I realize, look, it's part of the process. That's it. Yeah. You're where yeah. you're supposed to be. This too shall pass. I mean, exactly. I mean, really. I mean, and you know, this has been a hellified summer. I mean, this year, this summer. I mean, and 
<laughs> mercy, man. I mean, but it, 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 all you can, I mean, that's one of the things you can definitely say is this too shall pass, and it, and it will. I mean, it, it, you know, humans, Americans, if you're a white male, I mean, white females, you know, you, you know, you used to have it in a certain way, and if you don't, it, okay, you'll wait this length. And then, no, it's not on your clock. It's not on your. It's it's not. I mean, it's in your time, but it's not on your clock. Okay, I mean, like, like totally. I mean, as as woke as woke, you know, air quotes woke as I think I am. Like, I'm still. I still operate from the idea that like. Who's going to discriminate against me? I'm a white, hetero male. Right? And like, here I am. I'm feeling discriminated against. And I'm just like, what do I do? Oh, no. Okay. The whole world is fucking turned upside down. Okay, what Joe, am I going to do? Okay, Joe Pesci. So jo- Joe Pesci on Good Boss. <laughs> what is this world coming to? What is it? Prejudice against Italians? What is, what, what is, what is it all coming to? You know, after he cracks on Sammy and Nat King Cole. Okay, thanks. <laughs> God, I'm totally, I know what I want. I know what I want to get. I 
just bring, just bring me my Zah. Bring me, bring me that D. Just, 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 just bring that Gino's East. I love you, Gino's East and Sherman Oaks, because mm. well, you just miss them when when you left. So if you have time when you get in town in, in, in late autumn, seeing we'll see how this uh, city works. Because we're definitely decreasing here, so. They definitely did the right thing with Halloween, uh, and I laugh—I laugh at people that are bitching about Halloween. I'm like, shouldn't you have acted right before Memorial Day? If you'd have done that, uh-huh. <laughs> then Labor Day probably would have been okay. But, but in the words of Steve Martin, but no, <laughs> but no. Oh my, people are so ignorant. Uh huh. And, 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 and as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if you follow this portrait with L.A. out here, they definitely did a, a Halloween ban, and originally they had banned trick-or-treating. And, and, and there was a... From the pushback, uh, I don't think it's just angry parents. But there was enough of a pushback to where... They 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 changed it to where they don't re- they don't recommend it. I, I I it's such a tough call. It really is such a tough call because. Well, I would do the don't I, recommend. I recommend it for psychological um, health, for mental health. I don't recommend it for physical health, and I think right now physical health has to take precedent over psychological health or mental health, which is the tough fucking part of it all, because all of us, we're about six months into this shutdown, and it's really, really starting to wear on our mental health, to the point where we just want some shit to go back to normal for our mental health, but it's not what's best for our physical health. And that's a tough, that's a tough admission to make to oneself. That's a tough acceptance to make or take upon oneself. I want it back the way it was, dude. When I got here, we had 150 shows on the books, roughly. And, you know what I mean? I want it back to the way it was before, but we don't even know if we'll get it back to the way it was before. And that's the shit that's difficult about a situation like this. I was listening back to our second and third podcast earlier this week, and I'm just like, ah, listen to us in April talking about how it should be over by about uh, late June. And here I, was, I figured it was like 4th of July-ish, I thought. Or, or, right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you not, know, you know, yeah. And it was like late June. We were like going for the late June thing, and that was in. And, uh-huh. and that podcast was in April. That was April. Yeah, yeah, April. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet because America still hasn't quite really gotten it yet. Do what and, I want. And I love my Do country. what I want, man. I'm, I'm American. Not trying to, F you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit, but uh, Americans, you know, get your own personal shit out of the way and think about the common good so that we can get back to life the way it was. Put your fucking mask on. Stay the fucking home. Stop going out everywhere. Stop spreading this shit around. 
with your South Dakota fucking, oh, I've got to ride my motorcycle bullshit. Knock it off. And the denial. And the denial of so many. And then people oh. and, then, and then people want to bounce it on the protests. You know, you know, on the, yeah. I mean, like, like, <laughs> like, you're going to remain thick-headed. I mean, like, this, yep. again, this, what it comes down to at the end of it, you are going, you are, you are going to be thick-headed. You, you, are, you don't see any wrong that you did. Nope. <laughs> nope. But, <laughs> nope. There, America, we don't do shit wrong. America. Yeah, I know. No, no but it's, oh, you know, but goodness. but all no, all of that is you tie into a bow that you're mentioning about where where there is some therapeutic value in trick or treating. Trick or treating. Yeah. Oh, there is. No, in that, but but you know, as that parent, now you've got to make sure of double safety. I mean, I mean, just because how do you sterilize a pack of M and M's? I mean, uh-huh. You know, I mean, so uh-huh. I mean, you know, you know, this is this is where you know. Wow. I think the savviness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, bear with me, audience. Now, this is where if you're gonna trick or treat this year, I mean, you. I think you've got to be really savvy about it. You know, versus you know giving. The you know the, the actual candy. I mean, maybe it's trick or treat. You know, with with a, you know, with with a, with a, with, a with, with with a five dollar gift certificate for, I mean, for Mars or something like that. I mean, I mean, maybe it's something with paper. I mean, I, that's a toughie. I mean, like so just the candy trick. I mean, that's I mean, that's tough. I mean, I. I do side with you on that, uh, and the therapy is necessary uh, because, like today, as we tape this, I mean, this is World Suicide Prevention Day, and you know, where it should not be, it should not be the end. Where you should, where where tough times happen, and and you find a way through it. People on people in those in those twin towers and 9/11 did did not have that option. If, if, if that's um, yeah, that's that's the interesting thing. I'll I'll wrap up my side of the coin with a conversation that I was having with a good friend of ours, a mutual friend, the Reverend Brian Yorkdahl. Rev. God bless him. Rev. And, and yep, Rev Rev B. And we were discussing the concept of a community trauma. Mm. And in regards to community trauma, uh, we're at about six months in, which is on average for the grief stages, you know, that's on average one of the tougher spots in the grieving process. And I happened to mention to him, yeah, and, you know, the thing of it is, some of us don't even know if we're supposed to grieve or not yet. Like, we don't know. Like, it's like having a missing child. Like, think of the entertainment industry, for example, as a missing child. Will we ever see it again? And if and when it comes back, is it dead? 
or is it not? And if it comes back to us, is it going to be the same child it was when it left? We don't even know. If, if somebody told us, look, the entertainment industry that you know and love is dead and is never coming back, at least then we can grieve that shit. Yeah. We yeah. can start the grieving process. We don't even know. It's like a lost child right now. Mm-hmm. We don't even fucking know if it's coming back. And if it comes back, is it going to be the same child it was when it left? There's, there's no real... Uh, there's no real way to tell just yet. In the entertainment business, this is one thing. In this world, you cannot spin doctor. Right. You can't spin doctor this shit. There's no. No. You can, you know, in, in this industry that has its, that has trucks, planes, ships of bullshit. Mm-hmm. You... Not a one to be found in the in, in this in the, in this one. You never this because I mean just there's you know, Robert Pattinson, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, all right. I mean and not a, I mean they're doing enough, but something's happening. I mean and, 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 you know that's not on him. I mean they just this is bigger than all of us, and we don't know and. Quite a lot, quite a few of us have, have got to stop being arrogant. You know, just yeah. I mean, just I mean, it, 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 it isn't hard. It, it it isn't hard to stop being so arrogant and and be so self self self. Have it benefit somebody else, and still everybody benefits truly. So we're just, we're yeah, happy to be, we're happy to be here. We're alive. Our mental health is steady. We want it. To be steady with you all, we'll make it. You know, I mean, and see, it's it's been just over a month, and Kenny Smooth has been discriminated discriminated against, and he's coming out looking like a rock star. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. You know, and by the way, uh, I just want you to know, when I do meet you again, we'll go fishing at a lake. Wah. Okay, it's all good. <laughs>
this weekend coming up, I mean, you know, today as we tape this, uh, you know, Thursday, September 10th, tomorrow's 9-11. Everybody is one standing up after those events at, for NFL games in packed houses. And now we flash forward not even 20 years from now. And in that all, in that, during that whole ongoing cycle, you've got a country torn apart because one man was right, was correct, and 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 the facts were there were many white males that that did not want to deal with anything about racism on a Sunday afternoon when they wanted to watch football they didn't want they the, the only black faces they wanted to deal with were the ones in the helmets not ones who uh-huh. were being murdered I, i'll allow everyone to just chew on that and go from that because if some of those things you know, would have been listened to back then maybe certain things would, wouldn't be happening now i mean the the proof's there i mean there are going to be empty stadiums. And there is still the wild card, I say, of what players are going to are going to be out for a national anthem. We shall see. Well, no, no, actually, no, 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 no. I take that back because, uh, no, NFL did no, NFL did say, did, did issue a, a statement that Lift Every Voice and Sing would be played uh, at opening day, for opening day houses. So... Good. I'll backtrack that. Uh, so no, that'll be good. But uh, it, it it doesn't have to take. I mean, it, for some of you all, it might take a little bit of an effort. But but you're better off being nice. I just want you to know that. Okay. You know, and my final thought would be this: It doesn't matter what your opinion is. We all fly the same fucking flag. And so, my last two words ever for the podcast will be this. Same team. Red blood. Peace. Peace.